Our opinions aren't too tough, rough, or gruff. We are proof that you don't have to be an expert to have an opinion. So just... Shut up and sit down. This is Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. Here we go! This is Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. With all the boys. We're all here. Yay! Yay! Here we go! Today is Monday, January 8th, and Happy New Year to all the loyal listeners. This is the first full regular episode of the year, and everybody is here, aside from maybe the Guru of Glitter, but I have been, it's been promised that she will, she will uh, grace us with her glitter presence like at some point. Really loud entry. Perfect. Perfect. As a reminder, this is Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. I am Muff, your host, the steerer of this rudderless ship, joined alongside the Ohio Homer, Jim. Hello. The medical degenerate, Alex. That's me. And the guru of officiating, Nate. He's also $160 richer, thanks to Alex. Yeah, wait, thanks to the entire <laughs> Outcast Fantasy Football League. We have one fantasy football champion in our midst. Jim, do we have two? No, I got second. Mm, that's upsetting. Yeah. Alex, did you claim victory in any of your leagues? No, I got ninth in two of them. There were ten teams. But I don't think I I don't think I rounded out the bottom in any of them. That's that's positive. I don't think I was in the bottom of mine either. I might have been ninth in three of them, to be honest. I haven't looked at the third one, I'm afraid. I finished second, third, and sixth. You know what? We're gonna do a live check. Do a live check. As we're coming into this, the new year is coming in with a big old bang, whether it be the 10 foot aliens in Miami. What? Oh, Jim, Jim has not been on conspiracy Twitter. Nope. You know what the sad part is about that league? What, Alex? There's eight teams. Well, that's upsetting. I did terrible in fantasy this year. Absolutely horrible. Was it because of 10 foot aliens? Yes. That's what I'm going to blame. Can you tell me what the hell's going on with these aliens? <laughs> Apparently outside Miami airport, there was a full scale oh, yeah. police presence for a fight. And uh, there's some interesting footage out there of what looks like a 10 foot alien. Are they sure it wasn't Wembyana playing in Miami? I mean, <laughs> not far from the truth, Nate. Not far from the truth. Uh, we also have dudes still finding it exciting to jump into Bass Pro Shop pools. Yeah, saw that. Water must have been cold. Buck naked. Cold water. Cold water. Cat Williams putting everybody on blast. You know what? That's a whole different podcast. I have some beef with Shannon Sharp, though. This is a sports cast, so I can talk about Unk. Shannon Sharp. You can talk about Unk. I feel like I feel like he's a little two faced. Like I had his back against the uh, old old uh, Skip, but the way he he came back at Cat afterwards, and and basically kind of put some shade on Cat. I don't think Cat was necessarily wrong. There's been some other. You can get me down a cat rabbit hole. 
Jim, Jim sides with Cat. That's all you need to know. That's right. <laughs> Does Jim side with the people on a list that was released, or at least parts of a list, sort of kind of released? Ooh, that's difficult for me. <laughs> I'm not fully, full-blown Aaron Rodgers crazy, but Cat's got some points that are a lot better made than Aaron Rodgers. About that list? Am I the only one that every time I hear Cat Williams, I think of the one movie when he's in jail? He's like, who's the goddamn white baby is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand what that means? Consecutive. That means one right after the motherfucking other. Nate gives us an explicit rating early. I'm glad we the band-aid off, so don't worry about it now. Uh, here we are. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Bowl season will be coming to an end tonight with the College Football National Championship. And during our recording on Sunday night, we will have a, not a full understanding, but we have a good understanding of the NFL playoff picture. Only one. You know Only what? One. You know what helped us have that understanding? What's that, Alex? The Tennessee Titans. <laughs> King Henry reigns supreme. And we will get to rock my Tennessee Titans shirt today as a Steeler fan. <laughs> they did it, Alex. They did it. Only one. I want this shirt just for today, Jim. <laughs> just I felt like today. the right Yinzer move. Only one of the teams that has fandom from the podcast did not make the cut this year in the NFL into the playoffs. <gasps> How about them charges, Jim? Dog turds. They need to just total do over. Well, the Bucks and Steelers do make it in, which we will talk about here in a bit. As always, thanks for everybody interacting on the socials at Sports Jim Muff on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter. Sports Stuff W forward slash Jim Ambersand Muff on Facebook, on YouTube. Subscribe, comment, rate, review, poke, like. Get that bell on. Ding, ding. Are we staying on Twitter? Just asking for a friend. Why wouldn't we? Man, that thing, that's a dumpster fire. It, and it hasn't been before. It's gotten worse, man. Since Elon took over, it's always been straight... a cesspool. It's always been a cesspool, Jim. Don't. Yeah, but it's bad. You're just going down the wrong rabbit holes now. You know what? That's probably true as well. All right, this week leading it off, as we said, bowl season will be coming in end tonight with the College Football National Championship pitting Michigan versus the Huskies of Washington in the last game of the fourteen playoff format. Who do we got? I don't care. I want to. I want to say Washington, but I think Michigan gets them. I think Washington gets them and the over. If the NCAA, oh, Jim, you have to answer the question: Michigan or Washington first. If the NCAA, is you smart. have to answer no, the question: no, no, Michigan no. Washington first. Two, you have one of two words to choose. You have so what am I answering? What am I answering? Who's who wins the game? Who wins the game? Who wins the game? Who is going to win? Oh, that is such a complex question. Uh, you have two words you can choose from even 50%. I mean, we can put a time limit on this. I feel like we have not put a lot on you in your. Can we recent... cue the Jeopardy the music for Final Jeopardy? No. I feel like we have not put a lot on Jim with his recent days of mourning, but I think that we have to hold a standard that he has to answer this question in Michigan or Washington. You could say that team up north or Washington. The team that will win. Correct. Not that I want to win. The, team yeah, will win. the question has not changed in the last five minutes that you've been dodging. Uh, 
Probably, probably Michigan. All right. Now go on whatever Ohio State homer rant you want to go on. I think in my heart, the NCAA needs to rig this thing and let Washington win. I think that without rigging it, Washington wins. I hope. I hope. My heart wants that to happen. But I don't see it happening. Do we think I'll that, tell you this? Oh, here we go. I'll tell you this. If the Chargers fire well, this the, Jim Harbaugh, you, I am uh, out. You're out? I'm out. You uh, jumping fandom again. This has been since I was in third grade. I will give up that fandom. To go to what team? What if the Chargers, you have to decide you have I'm, to decide right now what team I don't think I'm a half a fandom. Oh, this is great for a podcast that talks about football. I'm, I'm going to be an unbiased, neutral fan. That's impossible. I think that's what I'm going to do. You'll be a bandwagon jumper supreme. No, I think I'm out. Alex, I'm going to be an analyst. <laughs> you do such a great job now whenever your team I'm isn't even f- in it from week Chris five Fowler. on. <laughs> Chris Fowler, okay. That's my role in the show if if Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. Well, let all the naysayers know, Jim. Let them all know. Poetically, if he goes to the Raiders, that's ideal. All right. Did the committee validate their decision to keep Florida State out of the playoff with the Seminoles showing against Georgia? Fuck no. Half of Florida State didn't show up. Yeah, to me, that tells me all you need to know about Florida State. Go on, Nate. You want to whine and complain you didn't get in. So what do they do? They give you the next best game against the two-time defending national champs. And what do you do? Oh, I don't want to play. Yep. Good like, take. That's, that's the game that you need to go out and make a statement for your school. And what do you do? You opt out like a little bitch. Yep. That yep. was your chance to ball out and show everybody in the country why you should have been in. And yep. what happens? Georgia happens. Georgia happens a lot. Yeah, but you could have brought like those 19, 20 guys that said, I'm gonna opt out. You're a bunch of bitches. All right. And what else do we think is gonna happen next with the mess that is Florida State trying to make their way out of the ACC? Nobody even noticed me. I don't think they're going. Nobody even noticed me. <laughs> and the guru of glitter has joined hey, us. Hello. Sam. I told you we would know uh, when she came. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Sam, did you see the video of the guy jumping in the Bass Pro Shop pool? No. Good. Oh, Nate. Nate says sure. good because he doesn't want size comparisons. <laughs> How you know it wasn't me, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you'd still be in jail for that one, Nate. Sorry about it. I got connections. I ain't bailing his ass out of it anymore. <laughs> okay. Anything else on Florida State and the ACC, Jim? You said it's they're not going to get out? I don't think they're getting out. I think they had a – I mean, unless they pay like the $750 million or whatever it is. I don't think it was 750 but it's a lot. Um, I think they may have still been uh, locked in for a year or two. Yeah. So a lot going on there. Lawyers are involved, which makes all of this a whole lot easier for everybody. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Speaking of the bowl season, the podcast by and far did not find success during this bowl season with the high state taking L to Missouri. 
Penn State getting taken down by Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. But rising from the ashes like the Phoenix, from the most unlikely of teams, the Mountaineers of West Virginia found victory in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, giving Neil Brown an opportunity to get the Mayo Bath and another year reprieve from the WVU faithful. West Baghdad, Virginia. Alex, did Country Roads cue its way into it your did. into your ears? It did. And you know what? I'm going to start next season afresh with Neil Brown because he did good this year. They had a good team this year, and I'm happy with the way it ended. So I'm going to say that I unfairly judged Neil Brown taking over a program that was not fully his, and next year is going to be my deciding factor on Neil Brown. Now, if it's bad, it's I love bad. West He's Virginia. Dead to me. Love West Virginians. Why? Do Jim? Do you? Yep. We're love fair. Them. Love them. Have you become a fan, fair. Jim? I love the fandom. I'll tell you we're that. We're fair. Much. We're fair. Are you? Yeah. Because why it's... do you hate Ohio State? Because fuck Ohio State. Why? Because Hilltoppers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we almost beat you in basketball. There's no logic why you hate Ohio State. No, it's because you know why West Virginia hates Ohio State. To be completely honest, sure, it's because in Wheeling, where we're so uh-huh. close to Ohio, yep, all we hear from Ohio State is how good Ohio State is and how they're so much better than West Virginia because we're so, right on that border. If you go deep into West Virginia, into the crevices of West Virginia, uh-huh. we don't really care all that much. If you so go deep, the into Wheeling the crevices, people hate Ohio State because they win. I think it's the Northern Panhandle because the Ohio State people rub it into the West Virginia. The Ohio State fans in this area rub it in the face of West Virginia. And the West Virginia people are also, what's your pro team? We don't have one. So this is our team. And that's why we want to take it more sensitive. Alex, who's your pro team? We don't have one. And that's what I'm saying. Alex, who is your pro team? Mine's Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're so bought into WVU. The Wheeling people love West Virginia. Hate Ohio State because they rub it in, but you're Yinzer fans. But if you wanted to win, you'd have the same mentality and want Neil Brown out of there. No, we did win this year. But you didn't get anywhere. But we did a lot better than we have. What? What? We're, we're, have we're, they were, project, right they were projected direction. to like We were predicted to be last in the Big 12. We did went win the Big 12. Did you win the Big 12? You have to know where you started and know where you ended, Jim. And that's the difference between West Virginia fan and Ohio State fan. If y'all don't win at all, it's a loss. If we do way better than Correct. we count it as a win. High, high standards. No, this is the same conversation you had with Muff a little while ago. And I won't let you wrote me down the same route who you wrote Muff. Just you, that's fine. You can have high standards. I know better. I knew that we were not going to win the Big 12. You set up for me that we weren't. But I, I knew it. in my heart of hearts we weren't going to be the last team in the Big Twelve, and we weren't even close to the last team in the Big Twelve. You settle for mediocrity. You hate superiority in the college game, but you love the. Steelers. You have to know the team. It's you're confusing for. as all hell, but I've understood it. One time in my life have we ever been in contention for the national championship, and I understand that. So if we get into a big bowl game and win, so it, that's like a unicorn for you. Yes, it was. Okay. And I'm okay with that. All right. So you just it's a once in a it's a fleeting thing for you, and you're okay yes, with when it. When we make it to the final four or the national championship conversation, it is a unicorn season for us, and I am okay. pumped. That's yeah. fine. But you I hate Ohio State. You hate Ohio State because of their fans. Because they win. Because of their fans. It has nothing to do with Ohio but State. But you love the Yinzers and you have the same fandom, the same style of fandom as Columbus. 
No, we're happy because we bullshit. We're happy. I officially call season. bullshit in 2024. All no, right. we are happy. <laughs> no, the Yinzers are happy because they have winning seasons, and I'm not happy with that. To be honest, that we're happy with winning seasons. We're not happy with Super Bowls. We're we got all the rings. We got enough rings for every finger. We love the we rings. Know. We have six. You rings. can't beat us because we got rings. We have We're the best years. in the world. Screw you, Cowboys. Chargers fans sound real salty out there. Jerry Jones, where, when did he come into this conversation? Right. right. I like Jim. how Muff's doing that nervous thing where he types through the notes like this nervously until we stop talking. <laughs> uh, I'm just done listening because I just want to ask Jim, the Ohio yeah. State fans, who, who typically do Ohio and Columbus residents side with in the NFL? Oh, we don't know. Right, because you don't have an Ohio team that you can pledge fandom to because they Ohio suck. State. Right. You don't have a pro team. Okay. I, so you don't even – so the Ohio against everybody does not play out across all sports is all I'm saying. Ohio against the world. Except in the NFL because we don't like those teams. But we don't hate a fan base because they're good. It has nothing to do with good. It has to do with the fact that we know who we are and they know who they are, but they insist on still beating us down. It's the same reason like Marshall doesn't like West Virginia. I want you to I want you to every time somebody in 2024 tells you Ohio State is better than WVU, I want you to say, Jim, this happened. Okay, I will. Mark it up like five times from this conversation, Alex. (laughs) I have never said Ohio State State was better than WVU. Not once in this conversation. Roll back the tape. I want my. I want Alex. To tell Every me, time an Ohio State fan says something that's insulting towards a West Virginia fan, I will let you know. I want okay. you to tell me when they say they're better. Okay. But that the teams are better. That Ohio State's better than WVU. Ninety percent of the time, Ohio State is better than WVU. It never gets mentioned. Yes, it does. We not There's we not an Ohio State fan that goes, "We're better than you." Yes. There's a hundred times where you guys go, "We fucking hate you." That you have no idea. You did not live in Wailing long enough. <laughs> uh, moving along. Moving along. Kenshawn Judkins. No, we're not moving along. Alex, again, let me finish the point. If somebody says to you, I want their name, and I will dog them. Okay. I will dog them. Okay. All right. All right. Alex, Alex take to Twitter. <laughs> take to Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't to Twitter. I'm just, no, I'm not cheating. Oh, no, but Alex, this is perfect. I'm going to make a, a diary about reasons that I have felt wronged by high state fans in 2024. There's going to be a page in my journal about it. You so I can read it to just Jim. dedicate five of them to Jim himself. What exactly is Twitter? I thought it, I thought it had a name change. Of all the times to interrupt, that's when you want to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, did you watch that video? No, I don't know what video you're talking about. Good. Moving on. Here we go. Kid Sean Judkins enters a transfer portal after a successful season with Ole Miss and promise that they'll be just as good, if not better, next season. Do we think that there may have been tampering afoot with his decision to enter the transfer portal? No, there's tampering across the transfer portal. Yeah, I think so. There's so much tampering in the transfer portal that I don't hate the concept of a transfer portal. I hate the fact that it's just like professional now. It's free agency. But yes, the entire well, thing. I'm, is I'm not sure. Like, 
you have people that argue NIL is a problem. You have people that argue that the transfer portal is a problem. I think it's a giant, like, the whole thing as a whole is the problem. I like NIL better than I like transfer portal. It's the same thing because it's it's it feeds one another. Because, Alex, if you transfer from WVU to Ohio State, You'll make I can give you... Two million dollars, but that's what I'm saying. But then you make that decision to stay at WVU, but you don't have the option of the transfer portal, so you're making it because you're committed to that program. I don't think there's a single person that is committed to a program anywhere, <laughs> not that's anymore. I, mean. I, I think the transfer portal is what takes away the commitment more than the NIL portion, unless you're crazy, Marvin Harrison. <laughs> Why is he crazy, Jim? He's legitimately gonna stay, I think. Do you think? If he was gonna stay, why wouldn't he? If he was gonna stay, why skip the bowl game? Because they only had six practices in twenty-five days, and none of them felt like giving a shit. And it was pretty obvious. He was like, "I'm not playing. We're gonna get our asses packed." I think it looks worse on him if he comes back. I think he's coming back. Why do you think it looks worse? Looks worse on him because you bailed out on your teammates in a bowl game. That's because it's comic. It's because Kyle McCord wasn't thrown to him, the best quarterback. Oh in the yeah, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't. I don't think he should come back either. But he's gonna. They got that. If he does, he Kansas. has some explaining to do. They say, "Yeah, guys, I'll come back for one more chance at a conference championship and a national championship." But meaningless bowl game at the end of my junior year. Yeah, no. All he's got to say to make Columbus happiest: I came back to beat Michigan. It ate at my soul. We love you, bud. Literally, that's the first thing on that Kansas quarterback's mouth when he transferred. We will beat Michigan. He is a god here. What if he doesn't? He said it. We love him. That's that's all it takes is the words. It takes. (laughs) As long as those words come out. Yep. Then then you have surpassed Ryan Day's approval rating. Yep. Uh, Well got through all of this and jim still managed to make this more about a high state than anything else i'm just telling you what's up here we are david tepper got fined three hundred thousand dollars for tossing a drink on a heckling fan a couple weeks ago at for the david Carolina tepper panthers. is panthers owner. i just want the fans to know it looked bad it what we bad. think about this in the resulting action yeah that, i have i have no problem with this which part the they find him. They find him too much money. Too much. No, it, it, Jim. Much he money. literally went like this. Too much money. As the owner of a team, you can't do that. I actually heard this breakdown. This is like a median U.S. income person being fined like a dollar fifty. They should have fined him. They should have yeah. fined him twenty five thousand dollars. No. How is that fair? That'd be like a he threw a drink, US Alex. Not a punch. Person. Not a punch. You are hold, held to a higher standard. Ah, oh, this is the same here. argument I've always been on this side. You are held to a certain standard. Well, that's your standard. That's not mine. He should the standard not have been fine. The standard that's, is the standard. We don't have the same standards, and it's quite <laughs> obvious. What? Where's Mike Tomlin? The standard is the standard. What the the floor is the ceiling. Um, the floor is the ceiling, and the standard is standard. Damn it! So that guy, that heckling fan can say whatever he wants, and yes, no Jim. repercussions. Yes. Nah, nah they're, they're human. You get the drink. You said what you said. Not what would be drink. worthy of a 300K fine to you, Jim? A punch. A punch. I think that's probably worthy of a lot more to Roger Dell. Uh, you know, probably a million for the punch. 
Uh, all right. Other things in the NFL, the Hall of Fame finalists for the NFL class of 2024 have been announced, and they include Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Jari Evans, Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Fred Taylor, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. When we say finalists, we mean those guys are going in, right? These aren't like... These are the finalists. These are not the entrance, Jim. Uh, yeah, why aren't they all going in? Use your Put words. them all in. Who Who's um, our tops? Who's our tops in this Antonio list? Antonio Gates. Yep. Reggie... Nah. Julius Peppers? I think, feel, yeah, I, I'm, I think Julius Peppers is on the up. I think how, I many, how many of these make it? Usually it's like no more than seven. Okay. Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison... Yeah. Uh Jared Allen. Uh Tory Holt. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. I'm stuck between Darren Woodson and Fred Taylor. Darren Woodson. Did you say Reggie Wayne? Reggie no. Wayne, I feel like has got to get it. Yeah, he's in. I think that would be my seven. Devin Hester, I like because he's a good returner. Right. That that's his he, thing. But I don't think he beats any of those other people. That we mentioned. Now, for me, the top two I want to see get in are Dwight Freeney and Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates reinvented the tight end position when he came in, and then Dwight Freeney basically trademarked a spin move. That's fair. Anto- when I look at that list, my number one out of all of them who has to get in is Antonio Gates. No question. Absolutely. I say do it like WrestleMania, make it a two night event, and put them all in. I mean, they're not fighting. Put them all in. I mean, why not just do a one-night event then? That's too long. You'll burn the fans out. You want to put them all in? Put them all in. Every last one of them. You're literally the opposite list, of yeah. what most people are like when they're like, it's too easy to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah does, 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 like, I just think water down what this means. In the Hall of Fame. No, I just think that this list, these finalists, is a solid list for the first time in, what, three years we've been doing this. I like all those guys. Tell me something about Willie Anderson. I like him. Popcorn. I like him. Popcorn. <laughs> I, heard, I just got PTSD, Jim. Uh, speaking of popcorn, popcorn, everyone needed popcorn. In this women's college basketball game, as Grambling State beat a team by 141 points. The team, you ask? The College of Bible Studies. Aww. You beat up on Jesus. That's need a little bit more fire and brimstone in those pregame speeches for that school. <laughs> Can't be good. Jesus. Quite literally, Jesus. That cannot be good. Uh, Jim, you had something you want to talk about with Tony Stewart? Oh, yeah. Tony Stewart's wife. See, Muff, I didn't know if you would put that in. That's totally my bad. I was not prepared. God bless. Just say God you bless. Tony Stewart's wife. Well, I want to do with the respect of saying her freaking name, my dude. You said it. Leah earlier. Pruitt. Got it. Thank yeah. you, Leah Pruitt. Yeah, I was gonna say you said it earlier. Thank you. Well, I got bad memories. Okay, that's okay. Leah Pruitt, drag racer on the NHR series, is uh, stepping away. She's a you know winning race car driver. Her husband, over the last two years, is stepping in for her. Her husband is Tony Stewart. She will be having a child. He will be taking over her race car. I don't think there's a sport where spouses can take over. 
And I think that's cool. That's why I bring it up. It is definitely a unique situation. Uh, this is Tony. This is part of Tony. Tony's team. We'll say his. Yeah, I think so. Like his this is all with, under his umbrella of yeah. racing, uh, which is even I think makes it even cooler is that his wife races on his team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have we talked about hockey? Because I I feel like we haven't done that lately. But Connor Bedard got hurt on I'm a about hit. The standings. I care about the news of it. Oh, you don't care about one of the rising stars getting hurt on a hit that was very questionable to people? No. no. <coughs> Penguins beat Boston at Boston. And then laid an egg against the Sabres. And then did that. Uh, the Penguins are almost at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, they're not good. The Jackets okay. are still the bottom of the barrel. We don't, whoa, you don't care about them anymore, Jim. They're the local teams. Don't you don't care about them. No, nope, I don't. On local teams. Nope. Only the Kraken. He's allowed to give updates. He Fine. I, I will no longer give you those updates. Update. I'm just trying to give the listeners. Jim's Kraken is currently Jim. in fifth out of eight in the Pacific. Jim Correct. They're in the Columbus. middle of the barrel. Jim lives in Columbus, and there are probably Columbus listeners that listen because of Jim. So we have to give them an update on the Columbus team. I Muff, have to play. Devil's advocate here and say Jim's allowed to say the record. Now, if he said uh, my blue jackets, we would have to jump that record. No. (laughs) No, he says. Uh, 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 There's hockey. uh, (laughs) That was a closest rendition. We'll we'll get you back on that one. Did you listen to the voice message I sent you earlier? Me? Yes. Yeah, I okay. chose to ignore it. Okay, I tried to send it to both of you, but because you guys have one has an iPhone and one has a not iPhone, it wouldn't let me send it in, but to both of you. Yeah. So I chose between the two of you to send it to Jim. Muff still has a flip phone, ladies and gentlemen. It was the... <laughs> Bringing us into NFL Week 18. No? Sam. No jitterbug, What? A jitterbug? No, that was, that uh, was whale. a whale. That was a whale. You know what? No. The funny thing is, though, I was at no, the park. No, no, no. Stop. She needs the, the phone. Like right? The, like the old people commercials where they have the giant numbers on it. Is that yes. what the has? Right. Yes. No, Alex, I, Google it. You'll see. These I, I caught your, your reference. There. I was at the bar when I did that and was trying to send it. And the bartender, tried. He, she puts me in jail sometimes. And she tried to put me in jail for making that noise because I could not figure out how to make it to where it was a uh, audio recording, not trying to convert it to a text message. And then my friend said, "You sound like what she say? Something like you sound like the someone. You sound like Dory on Finding Nemo trying to make a whale noise." And I was like, "I am trying to make a whale noise. You know what I'm doing." You sound like Dory if she had a gun to her head. Well, I'm a human trying to make a whale noise. Anyway, I like how just got a message from Sam that says "chitterbug." Click on it; you'll see the flip phone. Yeah, don't you have homework to do? That's good. I'm working on it. NFL Week 18, what starting with Saturday football. The Steelers take down the Ravens in a rain-soaked affair, seventy to ten. And Sam's ex-fake ex-fake boyfriend Mason Rudolph gets his third win in a row for the Steelers. I don't know. We might be getting back together. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Stavion Clowney got a sack and a 750k bonus, and he celebrated making all the quarterbacks these hilariously. Days. I didn't even realize it was Clowney because I was like, who the hell was this guy wearing number 24? Yeah. Now that they gave them some latitude with the numbers they can wear, he took full advantage of that. I don't know if he took advantage <clears throat> of that or that's all that was available. Also may be true. Uh, this <clears throat> was step one for the Steelers in their potential playoff berth. So we were playing this out in real time. Uh, in the nightcap in Saturday, the Houston Texans rode C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins all the way to a playoff appearance in the rookies' opening season as they go into the Lad House and take down the Colts 23-19 to to get the dub. So, rookie of the year? He deserves it. Here, yeah. Hmm. Who was in his draft class? Bryce Young. Oh boy, let's take Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. Jim, you even said I, I did. I did. You're right. <laughs> don't don't come out here and try to play. I was on CJ Stroud the whole time. I was not. I love this was not shit. about CJ Stroud. No, we were not. And now all of a sudden we are. Exactly. I'm sure you are. We are pro CJ now. You are per CJ. Um, <laughs> uh, but good for the Houston Texans. Good for D'Amico Ryans. He's definitely on the short list of head coach of the year candidates. Yeah. Which brings us into Sunday NFL po- football starting. This is not in any order of the games. This is in order of things that actually meant something in the world. First, we start with the Bucks and the Panthers. In Nate's words, the Bucks get the win by the skin of their teeth as they take out the Panthers 9-0 on their way to an NFC South title and playoff berth. How's Bucks Nation, Nate? Given the way that Carolina, or, uh, Philadelphia looked today, I think there's a little bit of optimism to maybe win a playoff game. But as I kept telling my brother, Baker is not the answer long term. He's like, well, you watch. They'll sign into a long-term extension. I go, if they do, they're going to regret it. Baker was hobbled a little, wasn't he? Yeah, when he got hurt, I was a little excited. But then I realized, wait, Kyle Trask is the backup. <laughs> you realize it was not helpless for the playoffs. Uh, there, were, yeah. I actually was listening there, and I this is a terrible comparison to make. There are people like, oh, Baker's stats are much like Tom Brady's stats, so he must be pretty good. And I was like, mm. yeah, like Tom Brady, year, Tom like, Brady was how many not years good. and how old was he and. <laughs> See with Tom, you knew what you were getting week in and week out. With Baker, you have no idea. There's, there's no consistency in his game. That has always been his his mo. Is it looks great one week and not so great the next. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Bucks Nation, Nate, and all those fans as they take the division and get to host a playoff game next week. Next, we move on to the Jaguars, taking on the Titans in what may be King Derrick Henry's last game in Nashville. The Titans play spoiler as Trevor Lawrence and the Jags can't earn their way into the playoffs, losing five of their last six games. And the Titans win 28-20. At this time, putting the Bills and the Steelers into a guaranteed playoff spot. Wave that terrible towel, everybody. Wave those towels. Bills Mafia, get through those tables. Rocking that Titans gear. Alex is representing. Alex and I had a nice side text message thread going. Mostly mostly a whole bunch of gifts back and forth. We need the bills to lose, yeah? No, we're in. Yeah. We're, 
Steelers no, 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 no. Calm down. Calm down. If the Bills lose, you go up a seed, yes? Yes. We right. still want the Dolphins to win, but either way, we're in. I, I'm not disputing your end. You no, I'm t- I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. You just want to fight me. <laughs> I'm not fighting you. I'm trying to avoid this right now because I just want to know what the score is as far as where you guys land in the long run. Well, when we get down to the playoff picture, Jim, believe me, we will talk about it. Okay. All right. The curse of Myron Cope, I think, struck the Jaguars in this one as they disgraced the terrible towel earlier this season. You guys, oh, sorry. Double yoy! Wait, how I got this shirt, to be honest, this Titan shirt, is kind of hilarious. So my mom tried to order my stepdad a Steelers version of this shirt from Fanatics. And they ordered it in XL. It was a Steelers shirt. And they sent her a large in a Titan shirt. And she reached out to them and was like, hey, that's the wrong team and the wrong size. They're like, sorry, we didn't have any of the Steelers ones. She's like, it's the wrong size. And I'm like, yeah, we didn't have any of that size either. And she's like, so you just made a decision. <laughs> you know what? That was probably like a large Titan since I can't give them the XL Steelers. And they were like, you know what? You're right. Just keep it. We'll send you your money back. She's like, I don't know what to do with this shirt. And they're like, just keep it. I knew yeah. one day I would need this shirt. But it cracks me up still that they were just like, we gave you the next best thing. It's like when you go to Kroger and you do the click list and they're like, hey, we didn't have a seven pack of Sprite, but we gave you this 28 pound ham to replace it. <laughs> like, that's what it reminds me of. Is that an option like, on like, the click list? A seven XL pack of Sprite? So we just gave you the large Titans to replace Yeah, Alex, if you can find me a seven pack of Sprite, I want a picture of it. You're right, yeah. Alex. Uh, oh my god why are you talking it was about (laughs) the girl asked for vegan sausage and i feel like that's how nate also feels about me i don't think we heard a word you said because nate crushed i feel bad i wanted to hear what you said but nate crushed it sam please repeat it was a talk and it was a girl talking about how like she was pretending to be the click list person and it was like, we're out of the vegan sausage you ordered. So we're going to give you like chicken or something. And she was like, can we have a different substitute? And they were like, no, chicken. That's also, how I ended up with this shirt. <laughs> yeah, we're out of corn and you can have a 12 pack of Coke or something. Like, we go back to what the fuck vegan sausage is. It's fake. It's fake. It's like the Beyond Meat stuff. Jim, when we're off this podcast, ask me about my vegan sausage story, but I don't think it's appropriate. I'm good. Oh, oh, wait. That was okay. Nobody take that further than it was. It's literally about a breakfast restaurant. Sounds like we should be saying that when I call it. Guide the rudderless ship, damn it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Down the drain. This is letting this one just boop, 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 all the way down. Sorry, guys. I'm the worst. The Lions gave themselves a chance as number two seed as they beat the Vikings 30 to 20 and await awaited at this time the outcome of the Cowboys Commanders and the Eagles Giants in the afternoon games. Yeah. That, so Laporta gets hurt. Yep. He sets a record and then gets hurt. So the question is, is this Detroit Dan's fault? Should he have played the starters and gone for the two seed? He does have an he has a chance of the two seed. Did they get it? Yeah, they no. got it. No? No. Because they uh, had to have Sam Fran win, right? 
No, they needed Dallas to lose. Yeah, they need Dallas. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, come on. Detroit Dan should not. If that's what they needed, he should have sat everybody. But, like, the kid got a record. So, you know, that's incentive. But they got, he got a record, but then it wasn't like the next play he got hurt. So I'm like, do does he get the record? And as soon as he gets the and record. And then sit him? Because I get the record thing. I'm okay with that. And then take him out, probably. He's only, hopefully, he's not out for long term, but he's definitely out probably the next game. Yeah, they already said he had a, a couple weeks. Hi, yeah, hyperextended knee and some, yeah. I think that's what they were saying. They did say hyperextended knee. I think they said hyperextended MCL. <sighs> uh, that's just, I don't know. I feel bad. Yeah. Is it Detroit Dan's fault? Although, no. I... Did Khalil Shakir come back in? No idea. Because that was another one that to, got to answer Jim's question. No, it's not Detroit Dan's fault. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have sat him. No, you're still playing for the number two seed. You've if you're gonna if you're gonna sit anybody, you're gonna sit Amon Ross Brown, mm-hmm. and you're probably gonna put Jared Goff on the bench. If those two are still in the game, then there's no reason to sit anybody else. So I talked to some friends of mine about Detroit Dan, and they brought up a point that. That man has stuck, has been probably the truest to himself. And, like, he has been aggressive nonstop every mm-hmm. game since the moment he touched down in Detroit. So you got to respect that, right? I agree. That's, I mean, that was all the people giving him shit because he went for two, like, three times in a row last week. Yeah. And there, he's like, this has been me the whole time. We weren't playing to tie and to get into overtime. We were playing to win that game. Against the Cowboys. So. That's legit. Yep. Uh, this is old news now, but the Browns and Lions both reached the playoffs with 10-plus win seasons for the first time in 70 years. That's a lots of time, people. Yeah. Lots of time. That's a lot of time. Bears and the Packers. The Packers find their way into the playoffs with a 17-9 win over the Bears as Jordan Love guides the Pack to the playoffs in his first season at the helm. Love this. Hey, Aaron. No pun intended. Right there, Aaron. Go fuck yourself. I mean, Aaron made the playoffs of the Packers, too, so. Yeah, but he's not making it now, is he? No. He didn't, he's play. He didn't play. <laughs> In he his defense, your... he played a snap. <laughs> Take your crippled conspiracy ass all the way home. Ayahuasca up your butthole. Right. <laughs> I thought those were crystals. I'm definitely on Jim's side of this, but I'm also, like, trying to rein him in on, like, he really only played a snap, so I don't think we can blame the Jets season on him. I mean, he's never he's what never said anything happen. terrible about Jordan Love. I'm just trying to figure out why this is a yeah. fu. Looked like he was over there helping him. I, how do you know, Jim? That's what I heard. Well, who'd you hear that from? Cite your sources. Give me your reports. Ian Rappaport. What do you want? My my COVID shot status too. You want for Ian Rappaport? You, Aaron, you, you listen Aaron, to Ian Rappaport now. You Aaron Rodgers bought you. You listen to Aaron, Ian Rappaport. My COVID status too. You want which one I got? Pfizer. That's up to you, Jim. You damn zombie. Seems like a Pfizer kind of guy. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about the Packers or the Bears, Jim? Justin Fields. You want to talk about Justin Fields? He got hit pretty hard. Okay. Seahawks Cardinals. The Cardinals season ends as you would expect. Did you see the hit? Alex? With a missed yes, field goal that it would give them hit. a last second. I'm, win. I'm not paying attention to him no more. Me and you have no, the I really Seahawks take like, the win. The he needs to come out for a minute. Yeah, Two, for a hot second. 20. What what is Muff saying now? Because we had our own moment. 
<laughs> and the two have been muted <laughs> because they cannot learn how to talk. They talked about me steering this rebel ship, Nate, and then they try to take it all over. So right now it's just me, Nate, and Sam. Sam, how you feeling? All right, nice. I feel like everybody's muted themselves. This is a fantastic time. Way to go, everybody. So we're going to get Don't into fuck yourself. the next game. We can <laughs> unmute ourselves. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Muff's the one that controls the mutes. I didn't mute you, Nate. Just so Oh, clear. no, it came up on my screen. Unmute yourself, said, Alex. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, Jim, how'd your chargers do today? Yeah. Not well. Not well. They were turds. They were turds. All the time for you to talk about a team that you actually follow, and yet you want to go back to Justin Fields, the high state product, and how I'm he got talking hit. About how he got how hit. He got hit. <laughs> like every other quarterback in the NFL. I'm not talking because I don't want to get muted again. We have to talk so we don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Chiefs win 13-12 Eagles lay another egg and Jalen Hurts has a middle finger issue as the Giants dig the dagger deeper into the Eagles winning 27-10 oh as the medical degenerate that shit was not where it was supposed to be so it was stuck yeah. up yeah. the guy broke his middle no finger. no it was it was like dislocated I think at the um the Wait. middle joint here oh, your MIP yeah. and I think that they just reset it and put some tape on it oh Okay. Fair enough. Fun fact, the Eagles are now 1-5 since Big Don hasn't been allowed on the sidelines. It's crazy how that kind of shit happens. Also, did you know Taylor Swift was a Philly fan? Isn't she from there? No. Who asked you? Where's she from, Sam? I mean, she heard Taylor Swift and jumped in. I can't knock her for that. Uh, Where's okay. she from? I can't no, remember. don't look it up. Don't yell at her, Nate. <laughs> Not a real fan. Not Why a real fan. Yelling. Those are. Why am I missing? Who's missing? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gonna be a fight. Domestic issue. What state is that in, Sam? It's near Reading. Yeah, it's Eastern Pennsylvania. Why do you know where Taylor Swift's from, Nate? Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's near, near Redding. Redding, PA. Yeah, that's hard, guys. Why Redding Royals versus the yeah. Wheeling Nailers. <laughs> that just turned weird. Uh, well, that wasn't about the Chiefs, but we'll give you some latitude there, Sam, because there is a Kelsey that plays for the Eagles. I mean, okay. Next, the Rams <laughs> play their way into better playoff standing, beating the 49ers and Sam Darnold 21 to 20. Nothing that the 49ers are playing for aside from pride as they already had the number one seed locked up. But the Rams do get the W. The Cowboys dominate the Commanders 38-10 to to lock up the NFC East. Man, that looked lost. good. That looked real good. Look who they were playing. They were playing the Commanders. Ah, still. I haven't seen him look as good as that. I think CD Lamb looks fantastic. Yeah, also. That's that's the I think the driving force there is he's starting to CD Lamb. CD Lamb's getting open. Yeah, they go as far as CD can take them. 
Yeah. And Who's to, if, Tony Pollard, too? if Tony Pollard, if Tony Pollard, can, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he hasn't played to the level they want him to play this year. So that's been, and it, it could be an issue in the playoffs. I still and, think Jerry Jones is a moron. How did the Bills and Dolphins make it through the entire first critter without a point? Because neither team put the ball in the end zone or threw the uprights. Oh, fuck. Fuck you, Nate. Barry got these ratings, so fuck you, Nate. <laughs> in a game that had bearing on next year's draft order, the Patriots put their best foot forward, which is their losing foot, 17 to 17 to 3, to secure a top five pick in this year's draft. Every time the red zone put it onto that game, I was like, thank God I'm not living in New England. Oh, I would love to have been there. I love snow. I was jealous. I even said to my mom and my brother, I said, you couldn't have given me free tickets and expected me to go to that game. <clears throat> you could. I would have paid 50 bucks for them. Really? To go yeah. watch that show? Yeah. In the snow? At a football game? Heck yeah. We now know Alex's line for get into the game what about if it was raining just raining alex no not rain no just the snow yeah no the snow was completely that's totally different okay fair enough next to the falcons taking on the saints this game ended up meeting nothing thanks to the bucks win but the saints did not march silently into the night winning 40 to 17 while the falcons are left to think about what to do with their quarterback situation moving forward as in ritter do we think he's out of there I don't know if he's out of there. I think he might be a backup, but he's not yeah. going to be the one going into next year. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely going to be looking for somebody. Jameis Williams, the gift that keeps on giving, went rogue at the end of this one as he rushed for a touchdown at the end of the game. And Arthur Smith was not happy in the postgame coach handshake with Dennis He didn't Allen. rush for it. Yes, he did. No, he handed it off. To who, Jameis? No, he said... Or he handed James. it off because what's his face? Yeah, not Jameis. It was uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Thank Williams. You. Okay, I saw Jay yeah, Williams. Get... Yeah, no, he handed it off to Jamal Williams. Well, yeah, I'm pretty get... sure that was an incentive situation. Mm. No, no, they, no. They asked after the game, and Dennis Allen was upset because he wanted them to right. take a knee, but the team wanted Williams to get the ball in the end zone because remember when he was at the Lions, he led the team. Uh, yeah. He led the league in rushing touchdowns. That was his first touchdown on the ground this year. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to get one, so they gave it to him. Yeah, they wanted him to get one. The coach wanted him to take a knee and run the clock out. So his team went rogue on him. I don't blame him for that. Yeah. If it had been like, if it would have been like Alvin Kamara scoring another touchdown, or something, I'd be like, yeah, come on, guys. But in that situation, I'm okay with it. Brother Smith was not happy. I don't blame him. Well, Jameis Williams does not care. Jamal Williams does not care. That team doesn't care, except for Dennis Allen, who had to deal with it. Yeah. You're a professional. Uh, No surprise as the Broncos lose a game 27-14 to the Raiders. Do we think Antonio Pierce is going to get the head coaching nod for Vegas? If they can't get who they want. Harbaugh? Him or whoever else may become available. I think if they don't get yeah, who they want, yeah. then they'll keep Antonio Pierce. I hope Harbaugh. You hope Harbaugh? Yeah. They said Harbaugh wanted that Chargers job last year. Now it's up. God, Ooh. I tell you, I'm giving up my fandom. 
We will see. Uh, Russell Wilson did not play in this game and is expected to be cut later on in the spring. Uh, there is, I think, still a potential issue with the NFLPA in this whole thing for them benching him um, to not be able to earn certain incentives. So that could be interesting. Uh, Russ Wilson, you think he's going to be any type of hot commodity? No. Maybe in Atlanta. Whatever. That's mm-hmm. fair. Desmond Ritter, I would, I would stick with Desmond Ritter if I was Atlanta. Over Russ Wilson? Yeah. Do you want to ride? Let's ride. No, let's not. Let's not ride. Uh, and lastly, in the Sunday games before the primetime game, Browns-Bengals means nothing, but Jake Browning's girlfriend was the talk of the town as no one told her that this game did not mean jack shit. And she celebrated with her bow all the way to a Bengals win 31-14 to over the Browns. Yeah, I don't know what the heck kind of like jumpsuit or whatever she was wearing, but yeah, she definitely didn't get the memo that this was two teams that weren't going anywhere next week. Well, Cleveland is, but yeah, I don't think she got the memo that Cincinnati's last game of the year was today. Well, maybe she was just excited for him. She definitely was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Not for the team, but for him. I mean, hopefully it was for the team and him. I don't know. Uh, Bill's Dolphins, we still 0-0, gents? Yes, we are. All right. Brings us into what the playoff pictures look like. Starting in the NFC, which is solidified, we have the 49ers at the top seed, having the buy and home field advantage throughout in soup. For a wild card weekend in the NFC, we have the Cowboys hosting number seven, Green Bay. The Cowboys are the two seed. We have Detroit hosting the six seed Rams. And we have Tampa Bay as the four hosting the Eagles. I'm intrigued by Stafford going back to Detroit. Yes. Yeah. That is going to be fun. Is his wife coming? Hopefully not in a white jumpsuit. I think she's past that that time of her life to to be on to be doing all that. Um, what is the Age most? Is that the has most... been broken. What Touchdown the... Dolphins. Touchdown Dolphins. All right, all right, all right. Uh, is the Lions Rams the most intriguing matchup? To me, it is. Alex, Jim. Um, uh-huh. I think Tampa Bay. Bye. Yeah. Tampa Bay Eagles. 49ers versus the bye. Anyone? I don't know. Now that I think about it, too, it's Mike McCarthy hosting his old team. Yep. There's another storyline we got there. The Eagles on the downhill slide, taking on the resurgent Baker Mayfield. I, think- I still think of the three games. I'm most intrigued by Detroit and LA. I agree. Um, yeah, I guess I the Steelers. Wouldn't. I think the Steelers can snag. We haven't even got to the AFC yet, Jim. Oh, I'm on, I... I'll wait. Go ahead, Jim. Give us the breakdown. Yeah, Jim, go ahead. Give us the AFC oh, breakdown on no, the different the different ways that things can happen. Fuck muff. Why is this a me? Why is this a me situation? Don't be a butt face. We t- we were talking about the NFC. All right, keep going. That's what she said. In the AFC, if Miami wins, 
We have Baltimore with a bye no matter what. And after that, things could get crazy. If Miami wins, Miami is the two seed and will host the Bills in a rematch next week. Kansas City is the three seed, will host the Stillers as the six seed. And the Texans will host the Browns as the four or five matchup. If the Bills win, Baltimore still has the bye, but the Bills will host the Steelers. The Chiefs will host the Dolphins and the Texans will still be hosting the Browns. Jim, thoughts? I think the Steelers can snag the Bills. So, I think they can. I am preferring that they face the Chiefs at this point. I also prefer that matchup. Any other games of interest? I think the 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 Texans Browns game is going to be fun, right? One of the top defenses versus the rookie of the the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, most likely winter. winter. Going back on the sideline of Houston. Ooh, also good. So that's going to be exciting. Um, who do we think Buffalo would like to face in this one? If like I'm Buffalo, Buffalo mm-hmm. I think I want to. I think I want to play Pittsburgh because that means you won the division and you're the right. two. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't think they want to have to face Miami again, especially if they lose this week. And if Miami's getting everybody back next week. Yeah. If you lose this week to Miami as they are now, I'm very distressed. That's the second I cash that out, Muff. <laughs> Did you get to? Did it go up? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You cashed out before the game. Right. Yeah, you can't see. Yeah, no, I cashed out. Any other AFC thoughts? Actually, let it ride, huh? Because yeah. if we got one, game's, touch- not, game's not over, Alex. Game is not over. Um, aside from the 49ers and the Ravens, who are the top seeds, who do we think has the best chance to come out of the NFC and AFC? Start with the NFC. Nate? NFC, I think Dallas, if they can keep that offense going. Um, AFC, I think whoever wins is Miami Buffalo game. Okay. Alex, out of the AFC, mm-hmm. or both? <clears throat> NFC, I hate to say it, but mm, Cowboys. Okay, AFC. I the I don't want to say Baltimore. Aside from the number one seeds, this is why I can't talk to you and Jim. You guys don't listen. Sorry, we don't listen. Aside from the number one seeds, Cowboys and Browns. Jim, uh, I'm gonna go Miami and Detroit. Okay, I am also with the Cowboys, and I'm gonna go with Buffalo. No matter what happens tonight. <laughs> So, uh, Super Wild Card Weekend will be this upcoming weekend. Fun, fun, fun. Is there a Nickelodeon game? Anybody know? I don't know. I feel like if anyone should know this, it's me, Jim. Sam. Why? Why would I know? That's you have kids. Insultive. You have kids. You don't know me. You don't have kids? I do have kids. Don't sound so excited about the fact you have children, Jim. Well, yeah. 
All right. So moving along, I think Jim has done some additional research so on some of the draft 10, upcoming. The top 10 is settled in according to who did I cite for that? Uh, Bleacher. The top 10 picks are in. The Bears officially have the number one spot in the draft. The question. I'm tying this in with questions for the boys because this is going to dovetail into a couple things. You can look at all the mock drafts. You can look at whatever. Who do the Bears take? And will the Bears take a quarterback? That's that's question one and a half. What's question one? Who will the Bears take? And will it be a quarterback? Uh, I think the Bears are going to try to shop this pick around. Oh. If, if So if they can convince either the Commanders or the Patriots mm-hmm. that and maybe even the Giants, mm-hmm. they, have, they still have Daniel Jones' contract. If they can convince the Commanders, the Patriots, or the Falcons um, to bite, I think they move on from this pick. And hope that they can still get a top tier receiver out of whoever their first round draft pick would be. So I'm saying they do not take a quarterback. I think they ultimately want to find a receiver in the draft. Anybody else? I like that thought, Muff, with them maybe moving back a couple of spots. I don't think they want to move though out of the top five because theoretically, if Marvin Harrison Jr. comes out, I think he'll be a top five. Yeah, I think he'll go. Because then really, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's a huge drop-off, but I mean, it's clear as day he's the number one receiving prospect on the board once he declared. Okay. Yes, I guess. Yes. So, yeah, it's, I just I just don't think there's a lot of value for the Bears to choose a wide receiver at number one when they're – now, I will say that this year's quarterback class is by no means top tier. And I think I don't, think I don't think that's necessarily fair. I, I, I don't think it's disagree entirely. I don't think the quarterbacks coming out this year are going to light up the world because of poor class. There have been worse. There's always going to be worse. But I just said they're not top like, tier. By no means top tier. Yeah, well, that a, and they finished the year seven and ten. So I feel like no matter if they were to go get any rookie quarterback, you're call, kind of almost hitting reset. Yeah. I mean, you're right there on the cusp of making the playoffs. I mean, they were still in it within this past couple of weeks. Alex, what do you think, bud? I'm kind of in agreement with what I mean. What they've all said. I mean, the wide receiver class is probably stronger this year than the quarterback class. And do you get if you if you're going for a wide receiver and not a quarterback? Do you? forego that number one pick to get more. Jim, what are your and, thoughts? I, and, think, I don't know. Do I need to say like, I'm done now? I think, um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I like Muffs. I like Muffs take a lot. Uh, I think Marvin Harrison dictates a lot of that as well. Gotta remember who the Bears GM is. Like, it is Kevin. Ryan Poles. What's Kevin do then? 
He's like the CEO. Oh, well, Kevin's in the upper management. So they got a lot of good leadership there. Um, I don't know. Anybody else watching this game right now? No. What happened? Oh, that's deflected at the goal line and goes skyrocketing up towards the end line. And this guy, I don't even know who it is. Just caught it in the back of the end zone, both toes down for a touchdown. Wait a second. I'm getting Trent Churfield. Buffalo. He's from Miami. Is not Trent Sherfield for Miami? No, whoever number 16 is for Buffalo. I didn't catch the name. It's just a mix up, mix up yeah, on my it's a mix up on the app. Yeah, I agree. I was like, that's wait a second. This is I'm getting mixed signals. You got the wrong, you got the wrong guy, Alex. The wrong guy. I don't have the wrong guy. CBS Sports app has the wrong guy. That's true. I would say go with what Muff did. I agree with Muff. Or the, if Marvin declares they snag Marvin. The Bears? Yeah. Here's my I, st- I still think I still think that they wave that around at the world. Here's my question. What if they do take the quarterback? They they're saying we're pressing reset. That's I understand. The you worst thing finish, the worst you thing they could have finish. done. Shut up. Let me let me finish. What if they do take quarterback? Do they let that quarterback sit behind Justin Fields? Do they trade Justin Fields? I think if you go out and draft a quarterback one year planning to trade Justin Fields. Yes, agreed. Okay. All right. My next question. Who is the first quarterback taken off the board? Is it Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jamie Daniels? Who's going to be Pettix Jr.? Bo Nix? I don't think it's going to be Caleb Williams. But after you name all those guys, none of them scream number one quarterback to me. If I had to pick one of those five as of right now, Give me Bo Nix. I agree with that. Uh, I don't agree. This is why I think this year's draft class is not as strong. And I understand this is like the first class, big class that you have COVID plus NIL coming into play. Um, If any of these quarterbacks were good like two years ago, they would have come out in the draft. But I think they've intentionally stayed away from the draft boards because they knew they weren't going to be top tier choices. This is why I don't like this draft class. Cause you've got a lot of fifth and six year guys who stuck around because they didn't want to go against these other classes coming out. Can I do a pause to clarify for our listeners? If you're listening to this and it obviously has already happened and you guys already know, but Trent Sherfield has, is now a member of the Buffalo bills. He used to be a Miami dolphin. So he did indeed score for the Buffalo Bills. But his on CBS Sports, he is still in like it's still listed as a Miami Dolphin. So it says like Josh Allen threw to Trent Sherfield for a touchdown and has Josh Allen in his Bills and Trent Sherfield in his Dolphins. Hmm. There you go. There we have it. Uh, right now, Caleb Williams is the odds-on favorite at minus 500, followed by Drake May, then Jane Daniels. Um, Quinn Ewers is at plus 2,800. J.J. McCarthy at plus 3,300. So is Penix. And then you go on down the line. Bo Nix is at plus 7,500. 
So Caleb sense. Williams is the odds-on favorite. Well, Alex, who do you think goes? I'm a Jaden Daniels fan. Hey. Do the Patriots take a quarterback? If they're current, yes. I mean, Bailey Zappi started today, so yes. Yeah, I think they're hoping to get May or Daniels. Do the quarterback. or unless, does they, the, unless they trade up. Do the Cardinals take a quarterback? No. I think, I think Jonathan Gannon is just fine with Kyler Murray and how he played the second half of the season. Okay. All right. What do the commanders do? I think they're fine with Sam Howell. I think they f- try to find additional. I think it depends on who the new coach is because you know they're not going to stick with Rivera. Yeah. Uh, there's so I... there's a good question. Who's the first coach to go on Bloody Monday? Oh, definitely Rivera. Brandon Staley? Already He's gone. already been fired. Already gone. No, they s- said today that was uh, Rivera's birthday, so they might give him a little leeway, wait till later in the week. And then fire him. Yeah, just I'd rather just get fired on my birthday. If I know it's coming, like just rip the fucking cord. You yeah, know, like man. yeah, it's more insulting if you're like, it's your birthday. <laughs> We're done that you still have the job for a day. Buy him a nice, buy him a nice bottle of bourbon on the yeah, way out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, man, it's your birthday, so we got you this, but also you're fired. Like, just yeah. do that. I'm good. He knows it's coming. It's just your birthday. Everyone's got one. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got to be the first, and it's one of those ones that are obviously expected there's none that i'm thinking of top of my head right now it's like oh yeah he'll be bill gone belichick. by the time the clock strikes midnight bill belichick mm-hmm. no i think he that one's gonna take a little while i think he's gonna do one of those he's gonna meet with crap they're gonna drag it out he's like a sean payton retired well because i even saw if them they were talking i can't remember which network it was i want to say fox but they were talking, or no, maybe it was ESPN. They were talking about how are they just going to let Belichick go for everything he's done for that organization, or are they going to try to trade him and try to get some sort of compensation for him? I would, yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a, a, a craft thing to do, right? Yeah, we gotta we gotta figure this out to see what we can get for him because if we just let him go, that's. I think because that was Rex Ryan's thing. He's like everything he's brought to this organization. He's like I would hopefully they would let him go on his own terms and mm-hmm. or whatever, and kind of just like let him right off in the sunset, do whatever he wants, given everything he's done for you for the past twenty some years. Good coach at Navy. Pop out of more back doors under the porch with his shirt off. You see, Bill. It's like. All right, guys, uh, we're going to practice running the option today. Um... <laughs> the, the ball will, will not go through the air more than two yards at a time. Okay. Okay. It's like, guys, listen, I, I know I have Brady, but this is the goddamn Navy. And then the Navy, we just run the football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That wraps up this week's episode of Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff. As always, remember, follow us on the socials. On all of those platforms, including what's what's that one called now, Sam? X. Don't give it to you. Don't give it to you. 
Uh, all the action verbs. Subscribe, comment, rate, review, poke, like, tickle. Get the bell on. Ding, ding. And as always in this new year, make sure that you help us continue to grow by telling a friend, making a friend, be a uh, friend. Uh, uh, uh,